What's up, fellas? David. Live, baby. We're live. We're waiting on Joe. This must be his first time. Oh, my God. Joey. I'm here. Hey, welcome to my and Dave's podcast, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing good. I just wish the host here is a little bit more committed. I mean, we're only on number three, right? Yeah, we gotta wait for Joe. He's like week like fifteen. That's what I thought. I think to condense time, we're gonna let him and Chase uh, go at the same time. <laughs> Coming from a guy without a ring. Oh, yeah. Got- <laughs> hey, 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 Joey. The first ring, Joe. Seriously. 45 yeah. seconds in. I mean, come on, bro. I'm just glad the Instagram's finally getting a little bit of communication. I see there's some emotions being shown on there, and that's what it's about. You I see what? a Pittsburgh slang. I don't know where you guys get this, my as well. It's not really how it's spelled. Yeah, it's might as well. Did Brittany correct that for me? You like the fifth <laughs> do that? I had a guy at work do that the other day, and I'm like, "You're you're joking, right?" Like Brittany must have corrected well. me. And you know what? Hell's wrong. Beautiful. You, let her let her correct your fantasy football team. She ain't even following you, Joe. She ain't gonna follow that crap. Go going back to uh, the Instagram. We need to get a, We need to get more people. More of the more of the. Um, league i feel like needs to get involved on there get a little bit more vocal you yeah, know I mean, i'm trying to put hashtags in there involved in anything but I you mean, know what i was talking to tj kelly last night and he loves it and Aaron, my sister follows it like people are watching you know so you just never know oh, who's they're... watching that's why you got to throw them comments out yeah when i do the hashtags i leave it obviously open to the public which is why the guy in the bottom of the list gets mad when you post a picture of him on a motorcycle having a good time but, God, I will lose my job. But uh, I get like DMs. I'm sure Dave, you're in the social media with Dean in the oh, yeah. tag and brag. I get these. Uh, like, my Twitch account. I get DMs. I get, I get DMs, and you'd be surprised what people are saying. Like, this is hilarious. Keep it up. I love it. This is funny, you know. And it's just that's what it's all about. And if it's I not can about get the like, likes, it's about yeah, making people laugh. On. We have a I mean, it's about, going. It's about making know. Have what we have. Exactly. In their groups. Joining the party. So, but, yeah, we're going to continue anyways. to work on that. And obviously, coming from a a well-diverse uh, social media guy, if you have any suggestions, please, as always. Well, I just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to dive in head first. Got a little, uh, had a little exchange with ammo back and forth on there today. And that was pretty funny. I was chuckling to myself because, you know, he's talking about all this lock, this, that, and the other thing. Well, you know, I looked down at my finger and I'm staring at this massive ring and I'm like, <laughs> does it feel like luck, baby? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, if you, I'll make a shout out real quick for the Instagram. And I know a few guys I've already talked to. I need pictures that are appropriate to post on the gram if you got them. I'll give a shout out to Mike Kiefer. He's gave me, gave me some really good ones that I haven't posted yet. I'm just waiting for the right moment. So uh, they're probably of you if you're listening to this. So you should probably give me some of my key for another owners if you have them. <laughs> right, Mike's not holding back. Maybe those pictures are funnier than his podcast last week. But anyways, let's uh, let's move into this interview here, Dave. Uh, you finished third this year. You know, you had a pretty good resurgence there at the back half of the year to move all the way up to third place. Yeah. Um, but let's let's talk about your overall 
uh, greatest memory in the existence of this league. So since that 2012 season, you know, what, what's your favorite memory of this league? I think my favorite memory, and obviously, you know, like the other owners, winning the championship, how do you not love it? But I think my favorite memory was the trade between Dean and Ammo. Uh, the year that Dean won the championship, the whole league wanted to veto it. And there was, a, I, I remember, I remember I was working up in New York at the time and the text thread that we had going on was angry. Like it was hilarious. How many, how many no, times I, did he quit? How many times did he uh, threaten to quit the league? Oh, I mean, I think a lot of people threatened to quit the league. They're all still here. I mean, the commissioner's job is not easy, guys. It's I, hostile. I, I mean, I can imagine, Joe. I can imagine. I mean, but pushing things through for guys pushing trades through all the time. Vowel at the end of their name, like Gio Rizzo, Emma Carell. Yeah, I make things happen for them. <laughs> questionable, questionable calls. The, fun, the funny thing is, I think, I think that was the year that Peyton Manning had Demarius Thomas, and that was part of the trade that I, in favor of Dean. And Ammo got, um, oh my gosh, who did he get? Well, who was the running back, the top running back that year? What year is this? The year that Dean won the championship. So that's um, 14. Oh, Shady McCoy. Because yep. I think Dean had the first pick and he picked him, and the dude flopped like week one, and the, the trade was like week two. That, But he still had, like, obviously, like, high hopes on everyone. and And then he ended up getting hurt, I think. And Ammo's team shit the bed, and then Dean went on to win the championship. And I was just like, that's funny shit. I mean, that's funny. That's brotherly love right there, okay? The, the greatest memory for him is his brother taking it down. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, Joe, if it were you, Dom, if it were you in Dean's position, I feel like I would have said the same thing. Just That was the, the moment I remember the most vividly because I just remember the texting going back and forth, and it was just – it was intense. Like, it was – very intense. I think Kiefer threatened to bow out on the league. I think Paul's like, I'm fucking done. Paul's dropping and... half his roster, probably. <laughs> right. That that might have been the year Paul dropped his roster. It might have been. I love it. I'll I tell you one thing. This, this 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 league is not short of passion, though. No, that's for not. sure. I mean, I think it's pretty cool too. Like that we've had now. This is the eighth year that the league's been going. We've had eight different champions. I just you know. I, I I feel like that's a um I don't know, I feel like that's a that's a very positive for the league. You know, it's it's not uh there's no dynasties in this league. There's no guys that are taking over. I mean Kiefer can talk all he wants to about being in the championship three years in a row. That's that's great. I mean I have the most wins, in the but championship whatever. four years in a row or eight or whatever. Right. And he how many rings does he have? You know? It's just like he could count them on one hand. One he finger. Only count them on two. So it's all about capitalizing in that moment when you get to that game. And uh, props to Nick this year. I mean, he, he managed this team well. You got to give him that. He sure that. did. And we have a question that kind of relates to – we asked last week for the first time about um, the four remaining owners that, that don't have a ring, and we'll get to that later to get your assessment on that later. Um, moving on, we'll get uh, – this is a good one. If you had one owner to remove Dave from the league, why would who would it be, and why would you remove them? You know what? 
I've thought a lot about this over the last 24 hours. And I mean, there's a few guys that I would remove just because like, I'm just really sick and tired of the bullshit, to be honest. But I think I'd have to remove Kiefer as much as I love the guy. I think I'd have to, I think I'd have to get him out of here. Wow. Because... We got one vote for Mike so far. We got one for Mike. <laughs> I just, you know, the, the guy, he, he drafts his team. He might as well put it on auto draft because it's not even like the, does the draft really matter to him or not? I mean, and, and to each his own, you know, you build, I mean, he had, he had $15 left at the end of that auction draft. I mean, it's crazy, you know? So I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, I've been thinking long and hard about it. I'm like, you know, there's four guys who haven't won. Do they deserve to be here? I mean, they've had eight equal opportunity chances as, as us eight champions, you know, and then I'm like, you know, okay, you know, things go wrong, this and that. And maybe there's a little luck on Ammo's side. Maybe there's not. I don't know. But uh, when it come, when I came down to it, I'm like, you know what, Keith, I love you, man. I'll give you cutlets. I'll give you uh, venison sausage all day, every day of the week. But, you know, if I had to boot anybody out of the league, I think I'd, I'd, uh, I'd wave goodbye to you, brother. I mean, we would get rid of the threats of quitting the league from that one owner every time. Well, two yeah, weeks. you know, I right. Mean, right. If, we, if it's not his way, it's the highway. You know and he's I mean? always and he's always wanting to change things, right? Yeah, what and I, the trade and the trade rate. I, I mean, I will give him credit. Hashtag I will give him too. credit. I will give him credit for the the PowerPoint presentation that he put together last year. Um, it was, you know, I it sold the league on on changing the the format of the draft, and and I think it was for the better. So you know, we can't fault him for that. But you know, I mean, enough with the acquisitions. You know, what I mean, you're either in or you're out. You're either you're either with us or you're with the terrorists, and we just we, we want to know what it is, Mike. Yeah, he's his famous move for me is he'll call me and ask for my set assessments. Like we're best friends all during fantasy football season. Then when the season's over, I never hear from him. But during the season, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about picking up this defense. Who do you like as defense? And I'd be like, oh, Kansas <laughs> City's playing well, man. They got a weak schedule. And before I get oh, on just picked just picked him up. He's already got him on his team. Unreal. <laughs> He's like, I'm really like a Fitzpatrick. Yeah, just drafted him. I can't wait. I can't wait for my interview on who I'm kicking out of the league. <laughs> uh, we'll keep. We'll keep waiting. I, I I actually just want to see the assessment of who's going to get booted out of the league. You know, from here on out, like how many people? You know, like is you know well, does, does we got, one, got, three we, got we got one for Chris, and we got a non-verbal commitment answer from. Mike himself, so he uh, he wouldn't give us a name. So and what is he going to do? Now, He's going to kick himself out of the league. Now we got yeah, now we got one name, for Mike. Goes to yourself. I think that's what it is. Right, we got two for Mike. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, so Dave. Yeah. Uh, you know you're you're one of the last single guys left in, or not single, but non-married men in this uh, this league. Sure. But the question I have for you, has a spouse or a significant other ha- ever had an influence on the, the uh, performance of your team? I mean, if it has been, it's only been positive. I could tell you that much. Okay. And, you know, I, I just, I no, I don't, I don't, no, that's never happened. I mean, I mean some guys, some guys say that their, uh, their wife, girlfriend, fiance is practically like a co-manager of their team. 
God bless them. I mean, they might as well join the Haslam's in Cleveland and know how good they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Dave's all business, yeah. and I like that about him. No, I'm all business. You know, this is my team. I pay for this shit. I'm picking the roster. You know, my wife can get credit where credit is due, or future wife, whatever you want to say. But when it comes to fantasy football, this is my shit, and I'm just going to own it. Okay? Okay. Good enough. Um, Dave. Who do you consider to be your toughest opponent or the guy you hate looking, the guy you don't look forward to playing every week? Man, regardless of rosters, it's just when Joe hits that button for the reset, who are you not trying to see week one and two? You know, you got to play him twice. <laughs> you know what? I mean, as crazy as it is, I, I, I want to say ammo, but. You know, I mean, I don't even know why I feel like it's a threat. It's only a threat in the regular season. I can tell you that much. <laughs> when the playoffs comes around, he's non-existent. But right, you're, hope you're pulling I, him I, number one seed. Yeah, and and it, I honestly like back in the day, it used to be Ross. You know, because Ross always seemed like he was stacked up, and you know, it was always a tough opponent. I will almost say Kiefer and, and to an extent too, but I'm not really worried about him in the regular season as much. <clears throat> I think. Uh, I think, yeah, the regular season foe to me probably is Ammo. That he's the one that I don't like to see because whatever – I always feel like I have bad games against him. And maybe that's some of my bad luck rubbing off or some of his good luck rubbing on. I don't know what it is, but um, he's probably the one I don't like to see the most. Okay, then on the flip side now, uh, who do you consider to be the team you look most forward to playing? I mean <clears> – <throat> Dom, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that, that, that doesn't make any sense, guys. Let him answer the question. I, I, Dom, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, you know, when I see you on the schedule, I, I don't really feel a threat. I got 59 wins. I'm not 59 over wins. Anybody. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly don't know if any of them that are That doesn't scare you, Dave? Where do you guys wins? think these come from? I have the least amount of losses, which means I've beaten all of you the most times. I honestly – I, I – I literally find that hard to believe. Like, I don't understand these Dave, stats. The, the, 60, the numbers don't lie, Joe. The numbers Tell don't them. lie, Dave. Dom's averaging like 75 points a week. That doesn't scare you? No, exactly. That's the thing. Like, My if, opponents average 66 points against me. You guys I'll shit take, your pants when you got to line up. Plays defense. <laughs> when are you going to learn? I'll take my, my Patriots defense from last year, Derrick Henry, a kicker, and a quarterback, and I'm good. I like your answer, Dave. I just, I mean, we'll take it. It doesn't make sense, but sure. <laughs> I mean, you want to lose to me twice a year, that's fine. It happens to a lot of people. I, I don't know that I have, though. I just, I like, I can't remember going down to you, Dom. I just don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm like delusional or something, but. I mean, you guys, you guys, I can see how you guys want to block it out. I mean, it makes sense. You don't want to see it happen. My team might, my teams might always be the most intimidating, but I guarantee you my team's ready to go every week. Yeah. I've done, I've done my homework. You no, I mean, I agree. Like you make, you make some pretty good pickups that, you know, there's always guys that I'm thinking of on the waiver wire and I get on there and you're more than likely it's either you or Kiefer who have picked them up prior to me trying to snag them. But honestly, yeah, like, I mean, 
you got to look at threats as like the guys who are winning championships. That's right. All I'm That's what I'm saying too. I mean, right. you know what, Chase won. Dave, Chase won a championship, but I doubt. I doubt any of you guys are ducking him. <laughs> well, Dave, <laughs> the only thing you can count on Dom doing every week is not sleeping in on Sunday and setting his roster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's true. And making sure that everybody else sets theirs. So I mean, respect to that for sure. I mean, I try to make sure. You know how many times we called Ross when he found out Matt Stafford was down? <laughs> You'd yeah. be surprised how many guys in this league don't wake up before 1 o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> hey, you know, them Saturday, Saturdays are for the boys. Right. Go hard or go home. Dom, th- All right, I, got a, I got a question for you yeah, now. This is, this is a real-life real question. Right. If you were unable to draft your team hours before the draft for a life crisis or something that would, you know, physically make you incapable to draft your own team, who would you call? Man, um, I'd probably call either my brother Joe or my cousin Riley because I know, I mean, I know, I know they're going to draft my team like it was their own. I, they're both football guys, very knowledgeable of the game. And, uh, and yeah, I, I they, you know, they're neither of them have anything to do with any of you clowns, so they wouldn't, it wouldn't be one way or the other. You know what I mean? To be biased, unbiased, unbiased, I should say. Yeah, biased for me, if you will. And hopefully, he doesn't have that Cleveland fandom some of our guys in our league do, where they spend thirty six dollars on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, I'll continue on with the next one. We got some changes happening, Dave. Um, obviously, we don't really need to talk talk about the tight end flex position. I think most people are on board. Would you agree with that, changing that? For sure. Okay. For sure. So we don't really need to go into that one like we do most weeks. Um, the buy-in. I spoke with most of the owners at Amos Surprise birthday party. Um, again, I've heard ridiculous numbers from one in particular owner um other than that it's i i get a good vibe that people are looking in the increasing in the 150 to 200 dollar range is that something that you would think is pretty fair oh yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm all for raising the buy-ins i think we're all uh grown-ups at this point we can all handle that um and yeah i think it just it just raises the stakes for the league a little bit more you know it it, it kind of gives an incentive for the guys that have already won a championship not that like number two is not an incentive enough but it gives us an incentive to say okay hey you know the stakes are a little bit higher now buy-ins are a little bit bigger let's let's do this again it's kind of you know it's kind of like let's, let's wake up by one o'clock set our lineups yeah exactly let's wake up by 12 30 let's set our lineups make sure we got all our starters and make sure everybody that's starting is actually going to be on the field that sunday and let's get ready to roll what about third place and their money back Dude, I, I just, I, I came in third place. This, this, you know. Yeah, you got it firsthand. I don't, I don't think so. Like, I just, I know, I, money back. I guess maybe two hundred bucks back, and just because the the stakes are a little bit higher. But I really don't feel like paying out. You know, for the most or the highest points. I don't think that should be a thing. Like either perform or you don't. 
in the you know to get to your you you like the regular season's already decided by the playoff picture. Top eight teams make the regular season, so your high points already got you somewhere. If you can't perform in the playoffs, then you shouldn't get any you shouldn't get any cash. So when you have a powerhouse yeah. team we like should... Ammo, and then you get booted out of the playoffs by a scrub that didn't perform all year, you shouldn't get your money back. No. I don't no, think thanks for coming. Okay. I don't think you should. When you bow out first round of the playoffs and you're and you, you know, just because you were the points leader, I don't think you should get your money back. Just I mean, just no different than Dom was the lowest points in the league and he got into the playoffs. Like I don't know. So if we lim- just, if we were to eliminate that, would we uh would you consider giving that third place an opportunity to earn their money back? Would you think? Yeah, if that yeah, if that I I think I think if we eliminated that, I would say that then that that last week of games, for there to be two games that are like meaningful, I think there would be yeah. So there would be well, actually that'd, that'd be a third because the, the penalty. So there would actually be some penalty game involved in something in the last week, which keeps people from dropping the roster and and right. still picking up people. And wait, why? What would be the third one? Your first and second place teams right. would be playing for money. Your third and fourth would be playing for money. And also your 11th and 12th would be playing for a calendar shoot. You know, they still have right. to perform. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the idea is to keep people interested long, as long as possible. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that for sure. Um, three receivers real quick. I don't know if you've heard rumors about adding a third receiver. Um, Dom is famous for requesting this. Yeah, I don't really think that's necessary. I think, like, if we're able to use the tight end as a flex, I mean, I think that's kind of as far as I go on that one. I well, you'd be able to use your flex as a tight end. Or receiver or running back. So, I mean, if, right. if you want to draft heavy Which, at one of those positions, you have an opportunity to play him. So, you can already play three receivers. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, that would be, like, essentially adding a fourth receiver. Thank you, Dave. Head. I hope I everyone out there is not- listening. Yeah, I don't think that's necessary. I mean, I'm not going to say it's I just not think, a fourth receiver. It can be a fourth receiver. But it, but it is, though. The, like, you got four Like you got four receivers. I mean, I was pretty stacked up with receivers this year. And, I like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just – I don't think – I don't think that's – I think that, like, kind of dilutes the, the pool of players, too, even in a 12-team league. Well, the point wouldn't be to dilute. It would be to expand the pool of players because, like we mentioned last week, the number of actual wide receivers on the field compared to the other positions that are all equally representative wide receiver position is right. drastically under underrepresented in, in our fancy format. I mean, I, I agree with that to an extent, but then also like the two receivers allows you to have to manage your team a little bit better. Cause it's just no, like, you, like it'd be like having two quarterbacks. Like then, so now like, it's, it's, it's not two quarterbacks because the points aren't as guaranteed as two quarterbacks. They're not right. touching the ball every game. Sure, quarterbacks are doing guaranteed points. It doesn't points. matter. Your if quarterback has... sucked all year. Yeah, quarterbacks are quarterbacks. Ryan, we got six points for you almost every week last week. Yeah, but we're starting twelve of the thirty-two quarterbacks that are on the field. We're only starting twenty-four, possibly thirty-six of ninety-plus something wide hey, receivers Dave, that are playing. You're a base. Yeah, but there's only really like one to maybe two that are like per team that are right really relevant Tell like them, i would say but there's even 50, less there's even less than that of running backs which we have two positions for sure 
But we have sure. three and if you fall, already. And if, and if you fall behind on the running backs, because some teams will stack three running backs, then you're looking for that third and fourth receiver just we'll to stay relevant. What strategy you want to use? I, yeah, exactly. I'm, that's part of the. This strategy. isn't just my Maybe strategy. This is this is a strategy Listen, for anybody. Because when I make my Fanduel lineups, I'm looking at three wide receivers Dave. and a true flex. Dave, I'm you, trying to play this like Fanduel, Dom, and this is the SWB fantasy football. Thank league. you, Dave. You know, are you you're familiar with baseball and the MLB, right? Of course. Okay, you remember last year was the most home runs the league hit in in history of the game. Yeah. Well, they 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 modified the baseball. Dom wants to modify the fantasy league, and I'm not for it. He wants I'm to see more it. points. I I, I right. think we're making small modifications to the league that are beneficial based on everybody's kind of feedback and everything. But to add another player to the mix onto your starting lineup, I think is well. He'd, I mean, he'd like come out. He'd come out of your bench He'd come out of your bench right, position. Dom, he'd heard. still be a guy you drafted, moving, right? Dom. But you got. But yeah, you got another got... guy. On the, on the field. Dave, like you already got guy. the guy. Dave gave his opinion. We don't need to hear yours today, Dom. <laughs> All right. So I got uh, one more. Hold on. I got to ask him one more Yeah, question. no. Get, get Fab, to him. FAB, free agent budget. Would you like to see I, that, Dave? Or? Yeah, I would not mind seeing a free agent budget for sure. I think that's a great idea. Um, like whatever we were talking about, capping it off at 100 bucks or 150 bucks or whatever it is. Um I don't know. Maybe that was high, but uh, I, I I think that I think there should be a free agent budget. I think there should also be a transaction fee for trades because, in my opinion, like it puts more emphasis on the draft. put puts more emphasis on us having to pick our players up front. And, and where that doesn't necessarily benefit me personally, I can understand the actual use of that. And I wouldn't be co- totally against it because I'm not as close-minded as some people in this league. Well, it's just like, you know, I, I mean, I understand everybody manages their teams a certain way. I mean, because that would that would eliminate my 3:30 wake-up call to scour the waiver wire. Well, there you go. I mean, you could sleep in, Dom. You got a kid now. I mean, he you deserve- he wakes me up at 3:30. It's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> He's like your fantasy alarm clock. Yeah, he's like, all right, let's go, let's go see what these guys didn't pick up because I want them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm for, uh, you know, putting some money on the, on the waiver wire, for, and, and I'm definitely for a transaction fee as far as like the trades and stuff like that go, because I feel like, you know, if you're gonna, it, it shouldn't be my, it shouldn't be mindless activities, otherwise the draft would be a mindless activity, and we could all just auto draft it, right? And then figure out what our team, you know, we could all shuffle around our teams after and, and yeah. And try I mean, and trade rape. Yeah. Trade rape. So that's my, that's my humble opinion. Okay. Now one, one of the biggest conversations this off season have been the, the use and performance of SEDs. Yeah. Software enhancing. Drugs. Yeah. Development. Drugs. I no, guess you guys want to call them drugs. Drugs. Sure. Uh, what are your comments on that? Have you used any? Do you use any? No, I don't use it. I mean, in I any in any, any forms? Does it, does it look like I use any? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I haven't used any of that shit. I, I mean, I like I don't really know. I don't really know what that's all about. I haven't even really dabbled on the research of any of it. To be honest, I um 
I personally, you know, do my own research on my players. I look at, you know, some team like teams, how they're using them. And I, and I evaluate my, I evaluate my weekly roster on that. Let's just, let's just put it that way. I and so, so I don't need any enhancements. Never have. Hopefully I never will, but you never know. We're all getting older. Yeah, maybe. I think people are misinterpreting <laughs> SEDs. You know, like everyone thinks if you open up a magazine, you're taking SEDs. And that's no. that's not it. And it's not reading ESPN or right. watching ESPN. That is not an SED, SED. An SED is physically, financially paying for a subscription. Insert your roster to have your roster to have them tell you whether or not what moves you should make on your roster and who to start and play. I know there's yeah, a few see, guys out there using it right now, and it generates their trades and says it's a I good mean, or a bad deal. And that's I what mean, we're you know talking what? about. You know what? I mean, talk about, talk about, like, the Houston Astros over here. Like, who – I mean, who needs that shit? If I mean, sometimes it's a selling point. If I, if, I could, if I could bring a trade to the table and I could bring some substantial numbers behind it to push it through, because I could be like, hey, man – you know, my software program saying that you're actually coming out on this trade plus three points here. Like some guys look at that and it eases, it eases them into the trade. Well, I mean, to get back to our earlier conversation, show me one of those. And I, I applaud you, Dom. Yeah. I mean, ask, trade I, I, all, all my trades with Paul, <laughs> all my trades with Paul, I gave him the numbers, let him know that this is a fair trade, if not more beneficial to him. And clearly According it was to- more beneficial to him. According to the records. Maybe you shouldn't use it, Dom. I mean, you did take Aaron Rodgers from Mike Evans straight up. Hey, I needed a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers was like, I looked, I I saw some SEDs today. They had Aaron Rodgers ranked as like the 21st (laughs) uh, in the consistency rankings for quarterbacks. Like he was barely above Baker Mayfield. That's how bad he was. Well, should we move on from SEDs? Dave's not on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not interested. I mean, like, you know, you, like, it's just an honest game, fellas. Like, it's an honest game, in my opinion. And if you don't want to be honest, well, then, does your is, does your ring feel as good as it should? I don't know. Only you can answer that question. Mine's pure, organic, I, from mine hard work. Pure. Exactly. All right, we're, we're hitting that third. We're hitting it. We're hitting the thirty-minute mark. Let's right, I'll, let's get I'll, this I'll last question. I actually have two more, but I'll make this one quick. You don't know what my last one is, Dom. But uh, <laughs> Dave, we hit on it re- earlier briefly, and this doesn't have to be a long answer. Um, there four. There are four current owners without championship rings. Um, if something miraculous were to happen this season, and some way or another one of these owners finds a way to get it done, um, I'll list them for you really quick. We got Dominic. Paul, Bobby Scott, and Chris Amicrelli. Which one of those guys do you think has it in him to pull it off next year, if any? You know, I honestly, I think I would personally bet on on Bob. I think he's had a couple strong teams the last couple years. And, you know, he's just maybe fallen short towards the end of the year or whatever. Um, but I, I feel like, I just feel like, you know, he's a silent killer. And, you know, his time's going to come. You got you got these other guys that are talking all about their high points, all about their SEDs. I mean, but would you really, would you really, would you really trust the owner who had the number one running back, the number one wide receiver, and he didn't make the playoffs still? And he had the most, he had the second most points in the league. I mean, you've got to question that ownership at some point, right? 
I mean, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, but you know, he slips into the playoffs. He beats Ammo first round, and then who doesn't? Never know what, and then you never know what happens. You know what I mean? You just never know what happens. <clears throat> that running back, that receiver, they go off. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I I I took a I took a page out of Bob's book from last year, picking Thielen, and you know, to an extent, like he didn't have like the greatest year this year, but he had some pretty good games for me, won some games for me. And I, I, you know, I feel like he was an integral part at getting me to where I, you know, where I ended up in the, in the final standings. So oh, three goose eggs he laid for you. For you. So he's, he's going with Bob. I said those yeah. three goose eggs Sorry, he laid Tom, for you. He's picked you out of the, the two weeks we've asked. And I don't think yeah. anyone's going. Hey, to they don't got to pick me. No. You got to score more points, Tom. Like when you start averaging over a hundred points, somebody will pick you. But if you actually I mean, thought that my average. <clears throat> picking you to win the championship next year i just come on so dave this last one and um you can, you obviously don't know what i'm about to ask but and it's it actually applies to the Rizzo's, both boys or could i should say apply to both of them obviously the nfl is potentially changing in the season and extending it out a week and reducing the preseason uh-huh. when we get the details of that um that could reduce obviously the preseason week which means we could be capable of of drafting our teams a week earlier. And that obviously affects you because you guys usually go on your, your trip and are unable to participate if we did something um, during yeah. that week. So by moving it up, I mean, I, well, my first question is one, if we move it up, obviously that's going to help everybody get together and possibly do a Vegas trip here for our 10 year. Um, but more importantly, you'll be the first owner. I ask, are we extending our fantasy football season a week with it? Oh, absolutely. Are we extending the regular season from 13 weeks where we played two owners twice and now we'll be playing three owners twice? Three owners twice. Yeah, I I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that only makes sense. I mean, you know, it's obviously you could almost say you could extend it like two weeks maybe and still play that final week, but then some teams. Or do we just add another owner? What's that? Or do we just add another owner? You'd have to add two to a thirteen-team seat league. We yeah, we couldn't do a thirteen unless we gave one person a buy in the playoffs. Right. You want to? You can can. adjust that. You can still only take top eight into the playoffs. Yeah, right. You could do fourteen guys and take still do eight, and then give the first two guys buys. Um, True. That's a good question for next week. If we had an expansion, um, if we voted in expansion, who were the two guys you'd want in? You know, that's a good, that's good. I mean, obviously, you know, Delper's been chomping at the bit. I feel like, you know, he's, he, Chase is threatening to take him on as one of his co-owners just so he doesn't have to do the calendar shoot or maybe it's so he, just so he could stay in the league. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows if we're even going to get that. I think it's just so he can, I think it's mostly so he can pass blame for why he's still the worst on. Do you guys, I mean, I'll be honest. Do you guys think there's a, you guys think there's a calendar coming or you think we're going to have to wait another year? I mean, I mean, he's going to be removed on March 1st from Snapchat and all social media outlets. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate, man. He's such it. a good guy. Such a good guy. I mean, he don't bring much to the league, honestly. Well, he brings Probably. a lot. He brings a lot of uh, chatter. He brings those easy. He brings those easy wins. I give him that. For sure, easy wins, but he definitely brings a lot of chatter. 
you know, and I like that about Chase. He's a, he's a, he's a fiery guy. He talks a lot. I mean, I just hope you get a ring down because until then, you ain't you ain't a speckle on his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys better hope I don't get a ring. Why? Let's get a ring. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, what, once I got the ring and I got all the numbers, it's just game over. This, I mean, the numbers thing is just like, man, you know, the Warriors went seventy three and nine, and they were up three to one on the Cavs. In the finals. And then they started Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick. Who was it, Dom? <laughs> I started like Josh Freeman. Cam Newton. And you blew it, just like Steph Curry did. You fucking blew it. You blew it. In hindsight, I wouldn't want to win my championship with Colin Kaepernick as my quarterback. I probably wouldn't want to lose I, the Chase period. I did it. I did it. I, I did it for America. Yeah. <laughs> did it for America. That's a good. I knew. I knew years in advance that this guy needed to be benched. Right. You're like corn. You're like even for a guy who George Washington said, "Nah, uh not today. (laughs) Not today." (laughs) Oh shit, fellas. That's all I got. That's all I got. I think this went really well, Dave. I do too. I feel pretty good about it. We should have Joe back yeah, next week. Yeah, we should have Joe back. No, Joe's Who is next week? week? Dave, who'd you lose 11? to in the last round? <laughs> Rob. So, Rob, we got, we're pulling in Rob. Who's Robbie? Well, I didn't lose. We got so Robbie. I didn't lose to Rob. Rob lost to me. Oh, my bad. No, nah, you would have been 100 yeah, bucks. You'd, you'd have been 100, 100 bucks richer, bucks. too. Man. Come on. That would have been something to talk about. Two years, man, you'd have to pay. We would right? have had a 1099 you. Yeah, yeah, two years in a row. <laughs> two years in a row. Jeez. <laughs> man, yeah. Me, yeah, cuz. Thing you cuz come on, yeah. So we got Rob. We... 1099. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do my taxes. I think there's a lot of questions brewing about Robbie and some of his recent Snapchats in the, the classroom, right? I don't know what kind of school he teaches in. Does he teach? Is that I mean, like, that's the real question. Is he, is he really teaching? I mean, is he educating the younger youth of our society? I mean, I bet he brings a lot to the he table. He brings a lot to the table. He's a funny guy. I love the guy. He's taught me a lot. He's he's taught me a, he's taught me a ton. He's taught me Splash Lagoon. I mean, every, everybody everybody needs those teachers back there in school. I, you know, I lived with them. Those are the ones that keep it real yeah, with Bobby's you. Taught me exactly. don't wake daddy gym class. <laughs> 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 All right, fellas. All right, we'll I'll see you guys. Thanks for having me out. Good job, Dave. All right, go on, guys. See ya. Peace.